fun. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast on how to make Alexa work. All the things you can say to her. Okay, I'm just going to do it on my own. Okay, I'll do okay. it on my own. I'll All be right, the nerd. Yep. Here we go. You are on the Price is Right Cleaning Game Show with your host, Shannon Miller and Kimberly Gonzalez. Take it away, Shannon. All right. This is Shannon Miller, your host of Cleaning Business Life, where you can gain profit strategies for growth on your cleaning business. And my co-host is the infamous Kimberly Gonzalez, inventor extraordinaire. Kim, take it away. Today, we are talking about the prices right. So we are going to help you with pricing and know how to price and get the job you need and the people you want. Yay. I think that's probably the number one question that we're both asked weekly. I think on average, I probably get asked about a thousand times a month on help pricing, how to price, which way to price is, am I too high? Am I too low? You know, do I deserve to make this cut money? It's just an interesting dynamic. It is. I hear it all the time and see it in the groups and people are like, well, I don't know how to price this. Or, you know, it's just valuing. It comes back to the valuing, pricing to know to value yourself, pricing to cover all those crazy expenses you have. So today we're going to talk about pricing. So Shannon, what do you feel like, what do you think is like the most pricing difficulty that people have? Um, I think when you're new in the industry and you don't have any set standards, I get asked a lot uh, a post-construction just plops on their lap. They don't know what is actually entailed in doing a post-construction and they have no idea the price. And there's like four or five different segments to post-construction cleaning. I always recommend that when you're brand new in the industry, that you stick to regular maintenance cleaning, top to bottom deluxe cleaning, which is a spring cleaning. And then of course, Mm -hmm. move out cleaning. And then after you've done it a year, if a post-construction lands in your lap, you're more confident in what you're doing and you kind of have a better knowledge base. Because let's be honest, post-construction cleaning is basically vacuuming, wet wiping, and then drying, and then repeating that process until there's it's clean, right? Yep. Lots of cleaning and lots of redoing because of that dust is floating in the air. Mm-hmm, so, definitely. you know, I know a lot of times we see in the cleaning groups, like the pricing questions is how to price weekly versus biweekly or pricing monthly versus the regular cleans. So how do you think we can like help these people out that are wanting this? Um, I'm thinking that, you know, knowing what the national averages are is a good base point to start. Um, Right now, that's about $55 to $65 an hour per person, with the exception of the coast, right? In California, it's about $90 to $110 on the East Coast. Same here in Colorado. Yeah. And, um, And on the East Coast, it's about the same. And I think that we really are pushing towards the 95 to 110 per hour across the board just because of how expensive with inflation and the cost of goods sold is Mm -hmm. gas. I mean, everything has gone up. Yeah. It's, I know here pricing is we have to price pretty high because there's just so much expenses here in Colorado. And I know our workers comp is not cheap. Mm So um, especially here in Colorado. So I know that we have to be able to cover all of our expenses here. So we have to price right to be able to cover all those. Right. And, and 
in learning how to bill in the hourly rate into a flat rate is the highest highest recommendation I can give you. If you genuinely mm-hmm. want to make it to 100K within your first year, you have to be able to price accordingly. If not, when it comes time to hire helpers, you won't be able to afford to. Exactly. And I'm big on pricing just a flat rate and having that flat rate because I think when you start getting into hourly, people start questioning it. So. And we're, we're all, we're all guilty of it. Um, you and I have both talked about this in previous podcasts. I charged $25 an hour. I was like, woo. woo. And then I realized, you know, after an eight hour day, I was only going to put in 200 bucks when in actuality, if I had learned to bid flat rate right away, well, it was right away, but it it took me a little while to realize I was going, oops, um, that you could make four to 600 bucks in a day versus $200 a day. And then your whole life is dependent on if the client wants you in their house for the extra time, right? That you might yeah. arrive on their door and they might go, oh, I only want to pay you five hours today. And you're like, but I didn't have a chance to schedule anybody. So you just ate the potential income on both sides, right? Yeah, exactly. And what if you get into a house and you're pricing hourly and the next thing you know, it's like, you know, they're like, oh, well, I I can only afford two hours today. right? And then you didn't get your money. Yeah. So it's like, you know... <laughs> Nobody likes that. No one wants to drive all the way across. No one wants to load their gear in their car if you don't keep your stuff in your car all the time. No one wants to drive 45 minutes in traffic to knock on their door, carry the gear to the door, and have them go, oh, I can only afford two hours this time. That's not what you guys agreed upon. You agreed to have the house cleaned for X amount of hours at a certain price. Or the opposite end of that, and I'm sure you've had this happen to yourself, Kim, is when you're charging by the hour and you left five minutes early. And then oh, you yeah. left seven minutes early the next time. And then you left two minutes early the following time. They add, oops, sorry, jump the mic. They add <laughs> all of that up and they, you owe them. And that's kind of a oh, yeah. spot to be in, right? Yep. And that has happened to me. They're like, oh, you know, you left like a few minutes early and I just want to tack that on to the next cleaning. And it's too much to remember to keep track of. It's just a pain in the butt. I don't like the hourly I don't recommend it. So all you newbies out there, start charging flat rate from the start and it will save you a whole heaping world of trouble. Right. And and the trick to that is learning how to build in the hourly national average into your flat rate price. So the example I like to give, and this is just for easy math, because we know that Shannon cannot do math on any live or any sort of thing. <laughs> my brain freezes. Do you need my calculator? <laughs> totally. I got the count. Even with, I'm like, oh, I freeze up. But in a, if you take a house that's 1,500 square feet, hypothetically, if you're new, it's going to take you three hours. And I'm talking, I only work with solos. I don't work in teams or triples. And um, you, if you base that on the national average and we went low at the $55 an hour price, right? So 55 times three hours is 165 hours, 165 hours, <laughs> $165 uh, per cleaning. Now there's a weird dynamic that also happens because sometimes people go, well, what's your weekly price? Well, you have to have a minimum weekly price. Kim, what was mm-hmm. yours? What was your minimum um, weekly price? My my weekly minimum price, I think was at 140 Right. So, um, but you know, it just depended again on the size of the house. And then I don't know about you, but I factored in like dog hair, like how many pets they had, how many kids, because those are all factors on the price as well. And I'm sure, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I've got yeah, dogs, two ducks and five kids. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's like, what if you go into that cleaning and, you know, it was, um, you know, you go into that clean, you're, you're taking your notes and you're talking to them and you're like, Oh, how many, how many pets do you have? 
you got to get that information because if you don't get that information up front, let me tell you, it's going to take longer. And especially too, I don't know about you, but floors, floors take twice as long. And people are like, floors are not hard. No, you have to like either dry them off, right? <laughs> vacuum first, and then you have to go back over it. So whenever I did my quotes, I would always ask, okay, well, what percentage of your house is flooring versus carpet? Right. So like, those are all key factors to consider when you're pricing. We'll be back after a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Definitely. Or they say my pet is hairless and then the homeowners are actually hairy and they shed a lot. Right. So there's that <laughs> dynamic as well. I mean, how many times have you walked in? Like, I have a hairless little chihuahua. And then, you know, it's a big burly guys, you know, there's hair everywhere. You go to the shower and <laughs> you're like, Oh, something died in here. I mean, right. <laughs> it's like, how many times have you gone to the shower and you're looking at the shower and you're like, eh. Like right here, everywhere. Right. <laughs> Trying to break out the vacuum, people. Totally. Um, and, and that's also a cheat too when you're new in the industry. If the bathroom is dry, you can actually vacuum up most of the hair before you actually start cleaning the bathroom. Just a little hint. <laughs> Trying to make yourself faster. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of dynamics that are considered like my basic minimum is 152.25 right now. Last year it was 148.50. And that's just mm -hmm. a base price to a jumping off point to start. Um, yeah. For monthlies, we have a jumping off point. It starts at $200 and everything goes up there. So, and when you have a base price like that for monthlies, it's because I need to have a certain, I need to be able to bill in a certain amount of hours to make money off of it, or it's not mm -hmm. worth it for me to keep a monthly on my schedule. Right. Yeah. So we, and we all know that here, at least for me, a, a monthly is three and a half hours of cleaning on average. So that the cleaning tech knows, you know, how they're going to, the base, what is expected of them. Um, for doing that type of work. Yeah. And I didn't, I, when I first started, I took monthlies and then after a while, I just did not take monthlies anymore. And I just focused on weeklies and biweeklies because right. they were more money makers for me in the long run. So um, you want the regular revenue income coming in. And then when you have monthlies, if you don't have enough monthlies, you could have fit two biweeklies or two weeklies there. Right. Yeah. And then that kind of screws up your schedule. And then while we're talking about that, Everyone tries to add in the three-week cycle clients. I always suggest against it. It's 17 yes. cleans versus 26 cleans. It always screws up your schedule, especially when you start filling up because you could have a bi-weekly client there and, and then you're trying, then the three-week client doesn't want to rotate or you can't take on a client because they're there in that spot. Don't take yep. on three-week clients. You either force them Stay into the weekly or bi-weekly. <laughs> yep. I loved my weeklies. I had so many weeklies and that is where it really just boosted me up for my business. And that was where my money makers were. Yep. And it was Those nice, you know? Yeah. And when you price, I don't know about you, but like when I do my estimates and I'm talking to them on the phone, one of the things that I always did, Shannon, because I feel like a lot of new people that do that, they only say like, if the client goes, well, I want bi-weekly, they only give them a bi-weekly price. So when I had my little, my little sheet on the intake form, 
I would always say, okay, well, this is your price for weekly. This is your price for biweekly. And then, you know, obviously I didn't do monthlies. And then I would say, this is your, your first time cleaning. So right. I would give them all three up front because, and then what I do is I would keep that paper, um, that sheet in my file. And then if they wanted to go, like, let's say they started cleaning biweekly, but they wanted to change it weekly, then I already had that information and I could say, okay, well, this isn't the weekly price. Mm-hmm. So, and if they get two dogs, like I had one client that, um, I was cleaning for her weekly and she didn't have any dogs. And then the next right. thing I know, <laughs> she turned around and got one dog. And then, so I had to change that and adjust it. And the next thing I know, she got another dog. So you adjust it as you go. So I don't know if that's how you do it too. Like, do Um, you give all the quotes at once? Person or per animal is a good thing. Or if their lifestyle changes, you know, suddenly they have a live-in chef living there who's making a mess in the kitchen, or they have their daughter-in-law and son-in-law living there with their four kids because their house is being built. These are all opportunities for you to charge accordingly. It's not you get to suck mm-hmm. it up because the homeowner has decided to add more dirt. <laughs> That's not cool at all. Yeah, it's more time. It's more added time. You're going to have to have more time right. for the pets, for extra people, for if they have a baby or kids, you know, like adjust the price as the kid gets older. Because when they're babies, they're not making much of a mess. But once they become toddlers, hello, right. there's toys and messes everywhere and that's one of the things on my agreement was to pick up all the items, but still that's another, that's another room that you have to go in and, you know, vacuum and clean and dust. So yeah, adjusting prices, um, for the weekly by bi-weekly and monthly is important. Definitely. And, um, it, it, it really does come down to lifestyle. Everyone lives differently. I've had people, I can't, I can't tell. What's the worst thing you could tell a potential cleaning company? My house is not that dirty. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when they when they say that to me, it's like a red flag. Totally. Think, I'm like, it's first thing up. Boink. <laughs> I know. I think out of all the years of owning a house cleaning company, I think I only had one time where it was actually true, where she's right. like, my house isn't that dirty and it's not that messy. And I was like laughing in the back of my head. And so I gave him a really good, you know, high price and I get to the house and it is like ridiculously clean. I'm like looking around, I'm like, oh, she wasn't kidding. Like, what am I going to clean? There's nothing here to clean. It's clean. So <laughs> what, here? That's, that's the diamond. <laughs> that is the one diamond. So if you get that, you're lucky, but red flag, if they say my house is clean. Right. It's, um, it's an interesting dynamic for sure. And then, um, there's, there's a pricing for one-time deep cleanings. There's everyone uses a different, um, evaluation of what that price should be. Again, I feel if to be safe, when you're trying to learn your flat rate range, um, Mm -hmm. learning what the national averages are building and how many people. So usually deep cleans require two people. So if the national average is 55, per hour per person, and you need a team of two in that one, it's 110 per hour that you're billing in the client. So you can start off at a base price and then add on and then get them a final price. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just the power of negotiation, right? I've only legitimately had one people in, in over a decade throw us off the property because I, when we walked on, it wasn't anything that they described. <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to be the price that was um, described over the phone. It's going to be this price. And um, it was a, a significant jump. It was like, you know, a $275 clean versus a $550 clean. And they, oh, they legitimately had not like, they hadn't prepped. They were transitioning. There was all, all kinds of other things going on that they didn't, they weren't forthcoming about. And I'm like, I think this is what, I mean, 
it, it was so bad that the cleaning techs called me over and I happened to have time in my schedule. So I drove over there. I'm like, what's up? And I look at this toilet and it hasn't been cleaned in about five years. And on top of it, people have missed. Um, we won't get into the nitty gritty of all the yuckiness, but I had to run around to the corner because I didn't, I, you know, I was just driving a regular vehicle and I, I had to um, help them out because it was, it was awful. And, and then when at the end, that's when I got the story about how it was her brother and he was having some mental issues and some, some stuff was going on and they ended up tipping the crew an extra 200 bucks on top of it. But there was like this constant battle that was going on over this perception of how we were moving slow. I'm like, these guys are sweating. <laughs> so they're working as fast as they can. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, Shannon, I got to show you this. I got to share everybody with this story I had. This was probably one of my biggest disasters ever. So we all have, I think in our industry, we always have a few disasters. This was the one I will never, ever forget. And you're going to get a hoot out of this. <laughs> so I had my clean group and I was actually um, doing training because it was a deep clean. And so I was doing training for a new employee and we had like four people there. So like, because I was doing the training with them. Mm-hmm. And so we get to this house and it's an older lady. So I want to say maybe she's, I say she's 76 ish kind of a thing. Her house was beautiful, but we get inside and it is dust. Like it is thick one inch dust oh and like the bathroom. <laughs> so you know, I was training the new employee on the kitchen. So we were doing the kitchen and stuff. And, you know, I've been doing it for years. So I'm like, this isn't my first rodeo. So I was like, okay, I told her how to, you know, take the stuff and clean it and move the things. Well, the lady was like this, the lady, I don't know what it was, but the lady was like freaking out because the clicking sound, you know, for gastos was clicking but I have a strong nose. Like I can't, I don't know about you, but I have my, my nose is so strong. Like I could smell anything and everything. And she was freaking out because it was clicking and making all the sounds. And she's like, everybody has to leave now. There's going to be a, there's going to be an explosive. And like, oh my God. I was like, I told her, I was like, I was like, there's nothing coming out. I think that it's just broken, you know, like maybe it was just old or something, you know, because we didn't even touch that part. It just started clicking when we were t- cleaning the knobs. And her husband comes in. She goes, he goes, honey, I'm not smelling anything. She literally called the fire department and (laughs) she called the gas company and (laughs) she made us all, my whole team, my clean team made us stand outside across the street. So we were standing outside across the street and we were out there for 30 minutes. And I I told her, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, but we have to go because we have another cleaning. And I mean, because if you think about it, a team of four. So let's not count the trainer because the trainer obviously is learning and me, but you think even like, you know, three people, you know, two people, that's already what an hour of man time that was down mm-hmm. the drain waiting for 30 minutes. So she, um, she got really upset and she posted us a bad review and, you know, and then she comes back at this, she comes back the following week and calls me and wants me to come back and clean. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders 
drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. So there's, a, unfortunately, we have a lot more mental illness um, or it's more obvious now. Um, you can yeah. see differences of what's going on and people um, are not behaving well when they are not emotionally, mentally there. I'm, I'm not a, you know, I have no PhD. My That would be my mom. <laughs> but there's a lot yeah. of dynamics that go on and um, people, um, people are just not well. You can, you can see a lot of things that happen. I mean, we can, we can, we can have a whole podcast episodes where we share stories of experiences stories. that we've walked on the job. I mean, I can, oh God. We should do that one of, one of the podcasts. I, I think yeah, we'll um, probably schedule that in May maybe, but oh my God. <laughs> be prepared, like be prepared for anything and everything when you come in and know what to do when you go out for those one-time cleanings. Right. And, and being prepared um, uh, often um, to keep you out of trouble is having a contract or an agreement is what we all refer it to. It's not as intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can tell you I've, five, probably five times we've done over 11,000 top to bottom deluxe cleanings. And at five times I can remember where we got to the house because someone else had scheduled it and bought it for them. And the homeowner didn't want it. They slammed the door in our face. Well, I still got paid because we took a deposit and it says, if you yep. We show up and you slam the door in our crew's face. We're still billing you for the full clean. And um, that saved me. Or we walked in and they weren't prepared. They hadn't even packed the boxes. Or um, what's the other ones? We we show up and we're locked out. How many times has that Uh. happened to either one of us? And I'm like, it's a show up fee. And the fee, the show up fee for us. And everyone's like, that's a lot of money. I charge you for the full cleaning. The cleaning tech still deserves to be paid. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. That. Why does the house have to take the hit? Because the homeowner, you know, decided exactly. to do whatever they're going to do. Or I've shared this story before. You guys have all heard it. Way back when I was new, I cleaned a 3,000 square foot home for $47. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> she really liked me, but she would always cancel. I know she was weekly. She was supposed to be weekly. So I drive up in my little mini Cooper and she'd go, oh, hi, Shannon. This is, oh, what was her name? I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Use a pretend and, name. Yeah. Um, we'll just say Mrs. Smith. This is Mrs. Smith. And um, I know that you're supposed to come today and blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to cancel. I'm like, I'm five minutes from your house. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, oh, well, you know, there's no need to come. I'm going to have lunch with my girlfriends. I'm like, dude, I already had a schedule. This is before I learned all of these things. So shamefully, I, I'm just as guilty as everybody else. I did it to people, please. And then... um. She got mad at me one time. I'm like, I'm still going to bill you. And she's like, I'm going to ruin you. And she still lives in town. I still see her. <laughs> wow. Awkward. Yeah, it is awkward. And she's called me because I her and her number is banned. We can talk. That could be a whole nother po- podcast episode. <laughs> On what it says on your cell phone. So you, when they it rings that you know not to answer it. But yeah, we can go over that as well. But you, you, have, you learn these things to trial and error. So knowing how to price and having the confidence to price and laying it out there. And I genuinely feel this. And this is me preaching on my soapbox. Once we all collectively in the United States charge roughly the same amount, the whole industry will change. The homeowner will have no choice and and commercial buildings and schools and everything else will have no choice, but to pay top dollar. Preach it, Shannon. Right. 
And um, <laughs> and I'm convinced that it's going to change in the next 18 months. This is going to happen. And COVID kind of led us, oops, sorry, hit the mic again. Let me move it up. COVID kind of set mic. up the premise for us to be able to charge top dollar. You know why? Why, Kim? Why? Because, because we're essential, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> We're we were needed and essential. A lot of um, industries were not. It was the cleaners that kept everything going. It wasn't the doctors who were dancing and the people were doing other things and the crazy stuff that we were watching because we didn't have anything to entertain us. It was the cleaners who kept everything going. So, yep. exactly. so, um, so yeah, learn how to price um, using a flat rate price. Always give a range. So like if I say your house is going to be you know, 167.50 to 188.25. I'm always giving a range. And then that yes. way you give the range. If you made a boo-boo in your error, it gives you justification for charging the higher price. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I always go with the higher end price. I'm here to make as I much money for as long as I can. Because I'm mm-hmm. not here to mess around. It take, you got a lot of money invested in, in your cleaning tux and training and all the stuff that goes behind learning a trade, right? Yep. And I just, I mean, even for move out cleans and stuff like that, it comes down to everything being ready. Like you said, packed and just ready to go. And, you know, you can make some good money on move out cleans, but I will tell you, move out cleans are hard. They are hard and you have to be prepared. And I had a checklist for my employees that they had to check off and follow for each room. So, you know, if you like that, is that, if that's your thing that you want to just focus on move out cleans, then go for it. But I will tell you they're hard and you need to price it. Good. Really good. Definitely. And, um, being, having the standard checklist, I've done over 7,000 move out cleanings in my tenure as a a cleaning business owner here in Arizona. And there is a specific list of things that need to be done. It's Mm -hmm. when they come in and they're not prepared. We did one last summer. It was a tiny condo. It wasn't supposed to take that long. He hadn't even, he hadn't packed the kitchen. He hadn't packed the garage. There's firearms and cash everywhere. It clearly looked like he had a night of drinking and some partying going on. And, um, I, and I, I didn't have any patience because they called me over there to, you know, be the confrontational person. And, and he's like complaining to the cleaners about this and that. Don't touch this and that. I'm like, dude, we're, you're not prepared. You're not prepared for cleaning. So this is what's going to happen. We're going to either move your stuff out of your kitchen cabinets to your garage. And we're going to tack on 250 bucks. Yep. And if you need us to move it from the garage to the moving truck, guess what? That's another $250 charge. <clears throat> or we're just going to bill you for a show fee, which is going to be the starting price, which is $400. And we are going to reschedule you on another day. You pick. Oh, because he had to be out that day because he was it was a rental, right? Uh, there, people play these weird games of like, I'm going to have plenty of time to do it when in actuality they don't. It's um, nope, Or it's they have your- 15 vendors on site. How many times have you had that? Uh, yes. I went to a house and there was a lot of people. I had painters and mm-hmm. I had like an interior designer in there and it was just maddening the people running around. I'm like we can't clean, not going to happen. Right. Or they, they have the bug sprayer guy come on the same day as cleaning. I'm like, what's the point? We're, we're touching yep, toxic exactly. chemicals, but we're wiping away the toxic chemicals as we're cleaning. <laughs> right. Like this is a bad decision. <laughs> Yeah. So like always protect yourself and be ready to come into anything, like anything is possible when you walk into a home for those move out cleans. You you never know what you're going to walk into. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how to create a realtor package for staging um, photos, cleaning, opening and closing, house cleanings, those types of things. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what you did and I'll kind of tell everyone what I did. 
Sure. So one of my biggest sellers, um, which was huge, and this is just really great. So if, if you guys are listening, this is a great way to earn some extra money. Um, what I did is, is that I would create specific realtor packages and I actually designed a PDF, Shannon. So, you know, I can share it with anybody that would like to see it to kind of get an idea, but you want to create a PDF package or a package that they can look at. And what I did is I did three different types of cleaning. So I would do the pre-stage clean. So the pre-stage clean, we would come in and we would just do a wipe down and make sure everything looks good and shiny. And we would kind of like organize the things um, just to make them look tidy, you know, fluff the pillows. And then they would have the photographer come in right after us and they would take the picture. So this was all part of the package. The second, what did you charge for that? Well, it was a package deal. So what I did oh, is okay, I did, so yeah, it was a package. So it was like, that was part of the package. So that was the first part of the package. The okay. second one was open house cleaning. So depending on how many cleanings they wanted, so we would just tack on an extra clean. So if they wanted, if they had more open houses, then we would just tack on the extra amount. But what we would do is before the open house, we would come in and we would freshen up the toilets, freshen up everything, clean, vacuum. Um, and then we would, you know, after the closing, after like after the open house, you know, and stuff like that, then, um, you know, the house would be clean for people to walk into. So that way when they're coming in, it feels refreshed, it feels clean. And then we did the closing cleans. So part of the package was we would come in and we would do the closing clean. So after they moved out, we would do the cleaning. So we did a whole package. So depending on the square footage, my packages started right around $900. And it was a huge seller. And that's for more like the smaller homes. Right. But they loved it. Like that was my huge seller. Um, And real estate agents loved it. Like they absolutely loved it. And the client would pay for it. So the client would pay for that because they knew that they needed their house sold. They wanted it to look nice. And when you have a cleaning like that, it does add an extra 60 to 90 grand onto the value Mm -hmm. of your home. People want to come in and buy the home. They don't want to go buy all of your energy that you can't see and your dirt. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you can walk in. It's like, they're going to see the house with dust on it and that's right. going to be their first thing was like, wow, they didn't take care of their house. Like they walk in, their house was not taken care of. Do I really want to live here? Like right. what other things are not working or something? There's so a first impression. Thing too, right? Because exactly. if they didn't take care of the house and have it clean, then they didn't take care of the air conditioning and have it serviced. They didn't clean out the vents to the dryer. They didn't check the appliances to make sure that they worked. There's all underneath the appliances, the microwave, underneath the appliances, all the other stuff that should happen with regular maintenance, right? That's why you have the landscaper come. Like I had Antonio come yesterday, and I'm like, my backyard's ready to put all the house plants back outside because it's not going to freeze anymore, right? (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) we passed the Easter marker. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it it does. It adds a significant amount to the perceived value of your home when it's professionally cleaned, and that could be a selling point when you're trying to sell a larger package or a move out cleaning. Yep. And you go, one of the things I recommend doing is a lot of uh, real estate uh, companies, they have meetings. So they get all the real estate companies that like all the realtors come together and they have their meeting and you actually can go and ask to come and present Um, and you can present in front of a member, sometimes not. Yeah. I know for me, I was lucky. I didn't have to be a member, but I would actually talk to, you know, 
when I did my networking groups, they would actually invite me to come in and talk to them. So it was kind of nice. I got my my business out there to talk to these guys and I was busy and it was one of my best packages. Like um, I know one of the houses I did, they had open houses every other day. And so I made huge money on that one because I would go clean and tidy up everything every other day until they sold the house. Right. And it's a great selling point, definitely, because it's all presentation, right? It's all it's all in the packaging, right? The customer experience. Exactly. Um, I think that's awesome. Here in Arizona, there is a real estate association, and that's done by the area. It's not very much money to join, um, and it's been more challenging than it has in the past to actually Mm. be able to present in a meeting. Um, I've had some people give me price. This is just for you guys to know for your own reference point. so here, because I'm in Prescott, Arizona, so you can get on a real estate thing. But if you want to present, then it's an additional um, coverage on your membership. Um, sometimes it's it's a lot. Sometimes it's a little. It all depends. It's it really does come down to networking, right? If yes. you're friends with so and so who knows someone who runs the title agency here, then it, then it becomes it's like, oh, I heard that Shannon's doing blah blah blah. Can you come and speak? And then you can get in for like seventy five bucks. And when if if your agency or your place is having in-person meetings, so much has changed since COVID. It's really kind of challenging to get face-to-face. I love to have, I mean, I miss that part of society, right? That I'm going to go have coffee <coughs> with my girlfriends and we're going to chat and I'm going to read your body language and you're going to enjoy my conversation. I'm going to enjoy yours. So um, there is a dynamic with that particular piece with me, we um always pre- we never gave a package deal. It's a brilliant idea, and I think I'm going to elaborate on that for the Maids Network probably this Thursday on Facebook. But um, but in any case, we um we participated, and I didn't do it a lot because I didn't get a lot of ROI. But I can see the potential of your um your promising package, right? So I would buy advertisement in the real estate folders because they never wanted to pay for printing. And it was mm-hmm. supposed to, I was supposed to be exclusive. And then sometimes I wouldn't be exclusive, like they said. And then it would be interpreted as that I didn't say that. Or um, once in a while, it would get to the end of the run and then it would finally pay for itself. So I was like, I only got one. <laughs> so. Yeah. just And you can do it by just networking. Like I know networking here in like Northern Colorado is huge. I go to right. networking events twice a week. And, but I'm telling you, it, it works. So, it you know, get work. in. Get in front of um, realtors' uh, faces. Um, like I said, I can share my my example of the packages um, and what to give to them. And I would give that to them. And you can email it to them. But it, it was a huge sell. People like to buy stuff in bundles. They like the bundles. And that is a good selling point, just like you would for upselling extras created as a bundle. So, Right. That's awesome. I just so, love, love, love that idea. So what was your most expensive package? Um, I'm going to say probably premium, premium, maybe three grand. That's a, that's a nice thing to add on to your week. I love it. Yeah, exactly. You know what? And it was easy because we just came back and we just cleaned and it was like, we just did touch-ups. So it was like the, they had already prepaid the package. So even if we were in the house for like an hour for less than an hour, it was already paid for. So I might've probably made like $1,000, you know, or right. even $500 in one hour. So, you know, making, having these, these packages and bundling is, is good. It's, it's a good thing. It's extra money Definitely. and it's easy money. I love that. Love, love, love it. And then, um, 
you know, we get asked a lot, like why, why we need to have pricing in place and how to know what the pricing is. Don't underestimate the perceived value of what you have to offer. Um, a lot of times we spend time, like I've done it over the phone where I've gotten a student from the Structure Scale and Profit Cleaning Business Academy on the phone because they don't know how to sell the price. Um, a lot of it, you've heard me mention, I've done 11,000 top to bottom deluxe cleanings. I've done over 7,000 move-in cleanings. When I'm speaking, I sound like the walking encyclopedia of cleaning because I've done a lot of volume. So know your trade. If you are having a hard time on social media, getting before and afters, do before and afters of your home, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Until you get a client or you can trade services for photographs. Don't give them a really expensive cleaning. Give them a basic clean and do before afters, right? You don't have Mm -hmm. to show the dynamics. Most people show bathtubs, right? Because bathrooms get pretty nasty. And um, I think what the most I see are kitchen sinks. I don't see a lot of before and afters or... When I'm looking at your um your pure evergreen product, it's the floors. You can really see the shine. I'm like, oh, that's just awesome. So that and the stainless steel, like people like to see that in pictures. They there's so many people that are visual and people mm-hmm. like to see the visual parts of it. So, like you said, do trade. I've done lots of trade for pictures, you know, and it's it's good because you want all that because people want to see that. They want to see the type of work that you do. Right. They want to know that you're, you know, if you're charging top dollar, you can know you can do. And just because everyone can clean doesn't mean <clears throat> they know how to clean. <laughs> exactly. Proof of that um, on multiple thousands of times, they get themselves into trouble and then they come crawling over. <laughs> can you help mm-hmm. me fix this? <laughs> Don't. That's why I always suggest regular maintenance, top to bottom and move out cleaning your very first year. And after you've done it enough times, hypothetically, you, you, you know, if you, depending on how many you have, You've cleaned over a hundred times by the time you get to the end of the year. And it really legitimately a habit takes practice, right? They say, what's the average to create a habit? You have to do it. How many times I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but there is a a formula that you have to complete before you become proficient. So if you do it a hundred times in a year for like 18 minutes a day or however long that is, you become the expert in your field. So that's exactly. how I became the expert in my field. So selling your product, having good reviews helps to sell your product. Having great before and afters helps um, sell your product mm-hmm. and sounding confident. I have noticed yes. when you talk to the homeowner, if you dismiss them, not like being rude, but if you act like you're not hungry for the sale, that's when they want you to take the job. <laughs> and when you act like, I don't want to say desperate, when you act hungry for the job, they're like, well, I'm going to get 15 other bids. You're like, holy cow, 1500 bids. It's don't go to someone's house. If they're getting 15 other bids, it's a waste of your time. It's all based on price and who's going to be the cheapest. So they've wasted 15 other business owners time <laughs> by by getting 15 bids. It's ridiculous. So if someone says that, that's a red flag. I just do it right over the phone. Yep. And it's, you know, I go back to the confidence part because when I do my bids, mm-hmm. you have to be confident. You have to feel like you know what you're doing because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody that knows their stuff, that's professional, that they know the right products to use, that they're not going to damage their stuff. And, you know, they want that. And so if you get on the phone and you're trying to like talk to them and you're like, um, well, you know, um, and you, you don't have that confidence that's going to drop the cell. They want somebody that they can trust and know that you truly are a professional. So that goes back and we're going to have a podcast, um, down the road about sale, like making that sale, like 
you know, getting, getting that closing cell for cleaning. But one of those, part of that is being that confident, you know, having that confidence um, when you are giving your prices. And, and being knowing your stuff when you speak. Um, yes. Sometimes because we get, we get stuck in technology, right? The phone, um, we abbreviate like IDK means I don't know. Well, if you have someone who is older, a baby boomer, they might not know what that is. And they're like, why is this person talking slang to me? So be articulate, sound confident. If you're having a hard time, I learned this from my old boss, um, David Hopkins, when I worked for the Metropolitan Museum of Art. When you're smiling on the phone, mm -hmm. it forces you to enunciate and it exudes this sort of unwritten confidence that you may not have. So practice in front of the mirror, practice your elevator speech, um, get people to call you, get your mom or your cousin, or your sister, your brother to call you and go over different scenarios, role play. It's important to sound confident and that you know what you're talking about. And yep. again, just because you can clean doesn't mean that you actually really know how to clean. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the last one we have for today is pricing the right, right way to attract the right kind of customers. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> oh man. So when I first started, here's my 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 first mistake. <laughs> we've all done, done it. it. We've all done it, but um <laughs> I uh I went to Groupon. Oh, that must have been brutal. And I was like, yeah, I want to do Groupon so I can attract my customers. I got the wrong kind of customers. Let me tell you, that's when Those I got my first rock. bad review. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not making any money because after Groupon took my money. I think I made like $15 an hour and that did right. not cover anything. So you and the know, customers were hard to deal with. <laughs> yes. And that's when I got my bad reviews was because they were so picky about it. And they're like, oh, well, this was for three hours. And I'm like, there's no way I could clean this house in three hours. And for the <laughs> amount of there, it's not even a deep clean, you know, like I'm laughing because I've been there. <laughs> yeah. See where I'm like, okay, if you guys are listening, I just want to just do a raise of hands. <laughs> if you've been there, done that, you know, so pricing the right way to attract the right customers, I always say, and I don't know what your, your point of view on it, but I do not do coupons, no coupons, no discounts. I do not ever. do coupons, discounts. What I will do though, is mm. I, if I do want to do some kind of marketing or advertising, I will say something like, you know, um, book with us now. And on your third cleaning, you know, you can get like a free oven cleaning, you know, valued at this, but I make them do three cleans first. <clears throat> so that way they're, they're not going to just be, you know, one and done and, you know, grab it and go kind of a first time cleaning. So no coupons, no discounts, because when you do those, you're going to attract the wrong kind of customers. Oh, and the houses will be awful. And and oftentimes too, if you come to an agreement, like if you, they have to purchase six cleanings and if they don't commit to the six cleanings, they actually owe you the, for the full value of each mm -hmm. cleaning that you could have had, or um, they, they only want to do three cleanings. So then, then they have to pay full price for the three cleanings. That way yeah. you have a, a backup plan for people who are the Groupon cloud. And I'm not saying that everybody on Groupon is awful. It's just been no. my experience for the housekeeping industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been, it's been challenging to say the least. I won't say it because my mom has always told me if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. But um, it does attract the um, lower end of the scale of yes. people who've never been experienced in having a professional service. They have unrealistic expectations they want um, a lot done and, and, and they're, they're 
a lot of, and this is not bad for anybody, but they have a lot of neurotic tendencies that are um, not normal that they were looking for to have you handle because they've waited so long in their mind to have it done. So um, there is a realistic way and an unrealistic way. And I would not recommend Groupon for house cleaning at all. One of my um, Groupon horse stories that I was telling you about was I went into this house and I had my first employee with me. And which was a mistake anyways, because doing Groupon and having employees is not going to cover your cost to begin with. Not at all. (laughs) We started cleaning. So, you know, I always start for me, you know, we always start from top to bottom. We work our way down. So I'm like, I get downstairs and I'm like, and, and from doing construction cleaning, you know, like I, I know what to look for. Right. And I'm looking around this house and I'm dusting the blinds and I'm like, this is not regular dust. Right. And we were already over our time. And so like I went to the lady and I was like, um, I'm I'm seeing dust on the walls. That's not dust. It almost looks like drywall or even wood, like right, dust. And she goes, Oh, I forgot to tell you my husband used a circular saw in the house. And so I'm like, uh, yeah, we can't continue this cleaning because we're already over our time. And I was never notified of this. Bad review. Right. It's, um, and they, it's the bait and switch, you know, and it, it's natural for human nature to try to get a good deal on something. Um, it, I think it goes to extreme where a society that expects everything for free. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're not upfront and honest with your cleaners, uh, there's going to be a point where they become experienced enough to realize like you just did with the post-construction cleaning, that is triple the price for what you're doing. And and you usually need a team of three. There's lots of vacuuming, wet wiping and drying, and then repeating the process. And then you have to have the vents in your house cleaned. You actually can't really do post-construction cleaning if you live in a hot, humid area during the summer because you can't turn on the air conditioning because it'll blow all the dust out. I mean, there's all of this dynamic that happens. So you're sweating, you're working in a hundred of you weather and it's running down your neck, down your shirt, you know, it's not fun. It's, it's a lot of work. So, yeah. um, So yeah. Pricing. Pricing. That would have been an opportunity to like, you know, renegotiate, which we all both I'm sure have learned over the years. (laughs) No, this isn't going to be this price. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, this price has changed, but yeah, it's, you want to price to get the good quality people that value you because, um, one of the people that I priced high, it was, um, I want to say it was probably about 1800 square foot that I cleaned all floors. So there was, um, the light carpet was in the bedroom, but I priced it to be $180 and, and, but it was good, $180. Cause it only took me cause it's their house. They didn't have any pets. They didn't have, it was just an older couple. So it only took me an hour and a half to clean an hour and 45 minutes to clean. It was easy. And right. she put and everything how long away. Ago was that house? I'm trying to remember um, five bucks. That's not today's prices for sure. No, that was about maybe two years ago. But okay. what I liked about it is, is that she always gave me a $30 tip right on. So, you know, I was making good money, you know, when it wasn't far from my house. So, you know, I was happy end up making sometimes $90 an hour. Can't right. beat that. So no, that's awesome. And, um, I think this kind of concludes what we were talking about. Yeah. The, um, the price is right. Um, this show is sponsored by. Pure Evergreen. PureEvergreen.com. Uh, and this is Kim, who is the inventor of this awesome cleaning product. It's all natural. If you guys have not had the opportunity 
to check it out, please do so. And Kim, can you spell out your website for the crowd? Sure. It is www.p-u-r-e-v-e-r-g-r-e-e-n.com. Um, I love to talk products. I'm your product extraordinaire. Um, <laughs> so if you have questions about what products to use, reach out. But yeah, come check out my website and um, reach out to us and I'll hook you up with the coupon for free shipping because we all love free shipping. Right on. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Take care.